Hello everyone, welcome back to Morgan Hasn't Seen. Oh, it's a new series, Janine, on Morgan Hasn't Seen. Are we going to have fun with this one, or is it going to be one of those overly serious ones where we get into deep, serious topics, but because we don't really <laughs> like to do that? Um, I think it's going to be pretty fun, because I think... I hope so. I think there's definitely an air of satire to what we're doing this month. And I think it's a pretty yeah. unique topic that I have been wanting to do for a while. And I'm really curious to see how you feel about these films being in the, um, I don't know what you would call it, um, you know, mindset on this particular topic as you are. I'm really curious to see like how you feel okay. <laughs> about what we'll okay. be discussing this month. <laughs> Well, I'm sure we'll get into some degree of clarity on Janine's vague, alluring <laughs> statement there she's just presented to everybody. But hello, everyone. Welcome back to Morgan Hasn't Seen. We are going to have fun this series because we are talking about faith-based comedies, that being religious-based comedies. Unfortunately, yes. there will be no life of Brian because Morgan <laughs> has obviously seen. <laughs> the movies we are discussing in this series are what, Janine? Uh, well, obviously, you've seen uh, what we're talking about today. <laughs> uh, saved, uh, Keeping the Faith, Dogma, and Heart and Souls. Okay, so yes... We are starting today with Saved from 2004, I think it was from. Is it 2004? I'm sure it was 2004. It's got Jenna Malone in it. It's got slightly older Macaulay Culkin in it. It's got Mandy Moore in it. And it's very, very religious, Janine. Yes, it is. But we're, go we're, go we're going to get into that. We're going to get into that. We're going to have to be be upfront and deal and confront religious topics. But, you know, we're going to keep our kind of nonsense full flowing through the whole discussion because we're not here to have some sort of deep philosophical debate, I don't think, Janine. No, we're definitely just kind of talking about how this movie deals with religion and... um the comedic aspect of it as it's faith-based comedies we are discussing so so yes why did you pick saved um i just discovered this movie a few years ago and i absolutely loved it i loved how it dealt with the concepts of religion and um how people follow certain things um, but not others, even the people who think that they're like perfect Christians, um, that there is always this kind of gray area and that no one is 100% perfect 100% of the time, which is something similar to something uh, Jenna Malone's character says in the movie. Um, so I like that it explores kind of that gray area of faith. And um, ultimately, it's just about being a good person. And yeah. Yeah, so I, I liked the themes and how they kind of went about um, portraying kind of the extremes of uh, Christianity, well, yeah, particularly so from kind of like a teenage high school setting. 
Yeah, it's, it's unusual in that way. These are not the kind of movies I tend to come across a great deal. Anyway, you know, um, the more, I would say, blatantly obvious plays on religious things, um, if, they're, if they're comedic, something like Life of Brian, for example, you know, is kind of the more religious comedy I would go for, where it just kind of makes a little bit of a mockery of everything. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, and my, my history with religion, I suppose, is, is mainly Christianity-based. You know, I went to a, a church primary school. You know, I, I went to church as a very young child, quickly kind of grew out of that mindset once I left primary school. And to be honest with you, probably while I was still there. Yeah, kind of I grew, had a similar experience as well. Le uh, grew kind of further away from it. But I've always been very, very interested in different religions, you know, understanding why people are religious in whatever religion that may be, but also yeah. understanding like the stories and the teachings and the belief systems of, of all these kind of all of all major religions at least or, or the, at least the ones that I have actually somewhat looked into. Obviously the biggest religion on the planet is Christianity. So I Am I right in saying that all of these movies deal with Christianity? Uh, Dogma goes more into Catholicism. <laughs> Which is, the, I mean, it am I going to get under a, the, yeah, it was just still, still under, under the umbrella. <laughs> I do hope I've not deeply offended anybody. Catholicism is in fact still, you are still a Christian person. <laughs> I think I don't think that's an outrageous statement to make. No, I don't think so. But yeah, I think um, you and me are kind of of the same, I guess, mindset or belief system when it comes to yeah. these things. We we were we were kind of brought up, you know, going to church and things like that. Only later in life to kind of make up our own minds about how we feel about religion. Um, and yeah, I think. We are people who respect religion, respect other Certainly. people's beliefs, um, but we're not inherently super religious ourselves. So, no, I and think we look, can definitely look at this from a you know, we not can look at it from an outside perspective. Yes, but also like a relatively neutral perspective because a, a, a silly statement to make would be all religion is bad all the time. Silly statement. Yes. Nonsense statement. Because there are plenty of wonderful, wonderful religious people. And sure, there are plenty of unpleasant religious people as well. Yes. But there are, it is not an absolute thing. So. And you see these kinds of shades of people in this movie, like Hillary Faye. <laughs> Absolutely, you do. Hillary Faye is the portrayal of the kind of evangelical kind of person that's yes. very almost overly preachy to the point where I'm better than everyone else. And... Because I'm su uh, such a perfect Christian. So you're yeah. using your Christianity at this point to 
touted over people to feel superior over other people which that kind of defeats the whole point you know <laughs> i think it does from from my understanding that kind of goes against mainly what what you know the bible teaches people from my understanding of it but i guess that uh, i guess religion in general is subjective to a point you know the I suppose the major teachings are the same, but interpretation, different interpretation is always kind of going to be there. Yeah. So it is always interesting to me to, to kind of look at the uh, different ways, and particularly with Christianity, just because I'm most familiar with it. There are so many different wacky little branches of it that people may be a part of, you know, that I truly don't really understand the major differences in and i know for a religious person i should now burn in the fires of hell and look at me frankly you know burning in the fires of hell is kind of what i'm all about people know the kind of movies i'm generally into janine yes <laughs> i literally have a satan goat as a funko pop you know yes this is, this is me this is my views um but I've, I have always found it interesting. And obviously, Britain has got a fairly wacky history of Christianity. As, frankly, has the US, where you yes. are. Yes. You know, every, every nation has some sort of religion, deep religious history that can be very, very complex. We're not here to get into all that i would i just wanted to give a little bit of a background onto my i suppose not understanding but my relationship with religion i am completely a religious or you know non-religious on any form you know that i have to fill in describing myself non-religious is always the tick box i tick you know yeah it's 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 always it is always that it is always that sometimes i've veered into kind of certain paths but never too much yeah never i'm kind of much. i'm kind of of the same vein like i do you know if people asked you know for me to pray for them or you know something like that you know i i'm not completely against the concept of what that means you know of course so things of course. like that look it can be a wonderful wonderful thing it can significantly help people's lives it can bring people together it can it can make people feel whole it can also tear people apart and make them do horrible things but it can do it can it's it's a difficult concept to talk about sometimes in any sort of real depth because it's so drastically you can get so such opposite extremes of it yeah you can never you can never say any statement on it that is in any way defined because the whole thing is so is such a complex spectrum of different interpretations and different subjectivity and we it just becomes too 
it becomes false to say anything. Yeah. Because to and certain people, it won't be that, but to certain other people, it well, might be. Other it's definitely, think. the interpretation definitely plays a huge part. And I think that's what kind of sets off things in this movie is how yes. you interpret things in the Bible. Hillary Faye kind of interprets things um, very to the extreme. Uh, so that kind of causes problems for how she, you know, portrays herself. Um, Jenna Malone's character, she perceives things in the Bible a certain way. So it causes her to do something that gets her in her current situation. Um, she kind of takes, you know, things that she's read or things that she believes to the extreme of um, sleeping with her gay boyfriend in the hopes of, you know, converting him back to not being gay because yeah. so of something she, you know, inherently believes. That's the starting off point. That's the kicking off point of this movie, isn't it? I suppose. Janine, what is this movie about then? <laughs> so it is about this girl who goes to this, Mary, who goes to this christian high school she's you know very deep into her beliefs and god and um very spiritual and you know very wholesome all of those things she has a great christian boyfriend only for him to confess to her that he thinks he is gay um she doesn't know what to do about this she's searching for answers and then she kind of has this vision of sorts um and she has a conversation with her friend uh Hillary Fay, who is very extreme <laughs> in her Christianity and kind of like the popular kind of, you know, mean girl who thinks she's kind of better than everybody in this Christian school, um, tells her, you know, hey, you know, you can spiritually restore your virginity um, if you pray for that, you know. Nonsense. So, <laughs> so, sorry. Yes. <laughs> There, so there she... will be statements from me over the course of <laughs> yes. the series yeah. that just basically say nonsense to some things. So this gives Mary the brilliant idea of I can give up my virginity to my gay boyfriend, Dean, and maybe that will make him not gay. Um, obviously, Drivel. yes. So she does sleep with Dean and he ultimately obviously that doesn't work and he still ends up being gay and they send him to kind of this uh i, I, well, I don't I, know I, what you would call it a <laughs> it sounds like they send him to a school for conversion therapy yes so it is like a, it's called mercy house so it's where they send Which like sounds... if you have any kind of sexual sexuality issues as parents would see it you know in this world and, yeah um if you're on drugs or alcohol or, you know, unwed mothers all go to, you know, Christian parents to send their kids to this place as some kind of conversion therapy type place. Um, there are just a great number of people in this movie, Janine, and, and most of them are utterly side characters who mean very little, but that just grind on me. Because it's just like, oh my God, you narrow-minded fool, get yes. out of my face, you know? <laughs> There's yes. so much of that going on. Exactly. For me it it can movie. be very frustrating how this this one-sided belief system of things in the Bible that like are just interpreted in such a weird way that just makes things kind of worse. Um, 
it's a very clever satire. It's a very clever satire because it's not it's not the most obvious satire to start off with, this mm. movie. It it could be seen as just kind of a rom com set in a like a high school movie. The, like yeah. a Christian high school movie. <laughs> exactly. It's just take all the expected things you see and know from high school rom-coms just whack some christianity in there with them yeah that's that's all that's what this movie could be if it wants to be but it's cleverer than that it's cleverer than that because it's actually having things to say about i suppose it's having things to say about taking the right sort of loving um teachings I suppose religious teachings and trying to uh, to be a better person realizing that you can always become a better person and condemning those who look down on everybody else even though they might be kind of somewhat nice about it and kind of want to help but they're wanting to help just to make themselves feel, feel better, better. Oh, because yeah. they're so above and high and mighty and oh look at me up here you're so poor and afflicted i must help you i must help you i don't want your help hillary faye but i must help you you're so poor and afflicted get I out mean, of my face <laughs> yes i mean i think the perfect depiction of that is hillary faye throwing a bible at mary and telling her shouting at her that she is filled with christ's love um <laughs> there was there was so many little tiny frankly genius moments in this movie i think that the the director who's the director is it like brian dennelly is that his name yeah or brian dennelly like yes credit to credit to him and whoever wrote the movie as well because there is these tiny little insertions of whether it's music cues or just very subtle character moments that made me legitimately kind of howl in laughter. There's one scene where, okay, so they find out. Yes, so as Janine said, Mary, of course she's called Mary as well, by the way, for God's sake, I mean, way to be on the nose with it. Uh, <laughs> yes. Christianity. Of course she's called Mary. Mary um, sleeps with Dean her gay boyfriend which you know is a sentence that is a little bit unusual like, you know, <laughs> if he's gay then we shouldn't probably still be in a relationship if he's realizing he's gay that probably means he wants to be in a relationship with a man yes you know <laughs> just thankfully kind of he, he does by the end of the movie i like that he gets his he gets his boyfriend which is nice yeah i appreciated that um but but then Mary, uh, or, you know, the Virgin Mary, because she still thinks she's a virgin because of some weird spiritual thing. Spirituality's <laughs> fine, you know, not something against spirituality, <laughs> but you can't take away that, that can you? Realistic, it's a physical thing. Yes, which she like thought saying, oh, until well, Hillary been stabbed Because <laughs> I believe I haven't been stabbed. It has been taken away from me. I no longer have the wound of stabbing. And I'm not saying that <laughs> but 
sex is stabbing that's aggressive <laughs> and unnecessary you're just going to be cor- uh, like correcting yourself after everything you say i am but it's gonna be fun <laughs> you can't say it's not gonna be fun and entertaining Janine. I think it is. you're gonna be putting a disclaimer on everything you say <laughs> no i'm not uh she gets pregnant janine she does, does. old mary um which you know to be fair fair play to fair play to dean and his uh fertility i guess must be very good yes first time bang in and out right there you go pregnant yes i mean we didn't want it did we dean we didn't want it but you've your body has done the job it it wanted to do i guess if you could call it that it's a weird (laughs) phrase that's a weird (laughs) phrase i've just used again um but basically Mary gets ostracized and condemned by all the high and mighty Christian people in the school. Yes. Well, it's a while. She she's able to kind of hide it pretty well for a while. Um and she ends up kind of befriending the rebel of the school, a Jewish girl named Cassandra. Who really, um, you know, she smokes and she drinks and she curses and she pretty much defies anything um hillary faye says or anything that's inherently you know religious because she definitely falls in that gray area of um somebody who you know really (laughs) lives all of the layers of a person you know who is a flawed person um yeah but she's also like the most likable character in the whole movie Yes, so she spends most of the movie just kind of fucking with Hillary Faye and like she's really satisfying. <laughs> it's great. Yes, um, you know, I think Hillary Faye puts herself on this mission to saving Cassandra or converting her to Christianity, and Cassandra just to kind of mess with her will let Hillary Faye think that she's getting to her that she's like, I think you're really saving me. That's kind of what it means, saved. Like you know, saving you yeah. to this higher religious awakening. Which is a um, weird concept if you actually think about it. Like, I don't understand what that is. Saving? Say, what are you saving them from? The pits of hell, presumably. Yes, yes. In in that mindset of the extreme Christian, I think that's kind of my, where, where my favorite. My favorite. I'm sorry. My <laughs> favorite. There's going to be a lot of this. I can't help myself. I can't help. I mean, I, I get in a naturally kind of jokey mood. Whenever I, whenever I, I, religion is brought up, because I, after my veering away from religion in my younger years, comedy was the out, you know, it was the out, it was the gateway out, let's say. Yes. Mm-hmm. So religious comedy has kind of just been in my head for years and years now. But my favorite ever. Um, what's the word I'm trying to say? My favorite ever reasoning, not reasoning, explanation, explanation of heaven and hell comes from an episode in the first series of Blackadder, which is heaven is for the people that like the kind of stuff that goes on in heaven, like singing and flower potting (laughs) and community events and things like that 
hell is for the kind of people that enjoy what goes on in, in hell, like debauchery and pillaging and thievery. <laughs> and the guy who is saying this too gets really into that. He's just like, oh, yeah, that sounds I want to go to hell. <laughs> it's, it's, that's my favourite uh, explanation of the difference between the, whether anybody else agrees with that but i've just i've always gone with that i've always rolled with that one you know that if if said places exist then that's then probably a solid way to think about it <laughs> i think that's the best way i, I think that's the best that's way i've fair. come across to think about it that's definitely fair um <laughs> but yeah she is able to kind of befriend cassandra who um, sees, kind of notices that she's she's pregnant. She can tell she's hiding something. And even Hilary Faye's brother, um, Roland, played by Macaulay Culkin, uh, who is in a wheelchair. Um, yeah. And Hilary Faye does not make him feel any less of a burden. She kind of talks about how she could have had this nice car, but she got a big, uh, you know, handicapped van so that she could take him around everywhere. Um she has to push him around he, he's never really felt a sense of independence because of kind of how hillary Fay treats him i mean he fell out of a tree i think he says when he was nine and yeah hillary Fay found him so she kind of again another situation where she touts herself as saving his life and you yeah. know the thing with hillary Fay that's very interesting is because this kind of person is very very real they are people that, that genuinely do help people but do it for selfish, selfish reasons. reasons it's the same kind no. of people that donate to homeless charities but then post pictures of themselves doing it yeah it's like yes okay you're doing a good thing but don't lord it over everybody else and say i'm better than you because yes. I'm doing it, aren't I great, you selfish, horrible, vain person who isn't really out to help anybody at all. You know, it, it, it grinds on me the kind of person <laughs> that Hillary Faye is. Yes. So I'm much more into the Jenna Malones in this movie, the, the Cassandra, who I can't remember plays Cassandra, but particularly the Macaulay Culkin, Roland, who's like not remotely religious at all but yes. still like goes to this school and has so much just little one-liners to say uh whenever something kind of major happens he's always there like i feel like i would be there just commenting saying well, is that really true or well, are you sure you've got the right end of the stick there you know and just kind of stuff like that yeah and I feel like, like <laughs> Macaulay Culkin just before the kind of went a little off the rails. situation. Yes, I think he was still doing kind of a few adult movies. You know, I think he did a movie called like Party Monster and things like that. So I think he was still okay. kind of doing things then and um, ultimately later kind of disappeared from the scene of acting. But um, yeah, he's great as Roland. I think there's a scene with him and Cassandra and they're kind of on this like faux date getting to know each other yeah um like i think hillary faye just kind of left him so then he kind of she gave him a ride and they go to eat out downtown and they see mary at the planned parenthood across the street like yeah. you know and kind of in disguise with glasses and like um cassandra makes During a the, comment 
you know, you know, there's MCU only one reason. <laughs> disguise, yeah. <laughs> um, Cassandra makes a comment. You know, there's only one reason why you know Christian girls go to Planned Parenthood, <laughs> and Roland responds with, "To plant a pipe bomb." <laughs> and she's like, "Okay, maybe there's two reasons." <laughs> exactly. His humor in this movie is just perfect. I love it. Yes, I, and I'm then a big fan of Roland in this movie. Yeah. Um, yes and him just kind of really being aware of things and people not really listening to him because when mary confesses to them that dean is gay and he's at mercy house um you know roland's like how could you not believe that that man is like a walking gay pride parade (laughs) like um so you know he's definitely uh, it's great to kind of see his growth in the movie him kind of being relegated to being dragged around by Hillary Faye and not feeling like he can really do anything on his own and not really getting the opportunity to be independent. Um, and then in meeting Cassandra, he, you know, finds somebody who gets him and he discovers that within himself. Yes. And he, you know, there is a day where he's kind of left on his own and he kind of learns from that and feels good about having to kind of figure things out for himself and that he is capable of that. Um, so I like the growth that we get from Roland for sure. And he's just kind of this great little commentary as well. Um, yeah. being kind of somebody who lives with Hillary Faye and, you know, has grown up with somebody that to that extreme, um, and how he is completely different from her. Um, so I really liked the Roland character to kind of play off Hillary Faye and to also be a counterpoint to Cassandra's extreme, um, and how they kind of balance each other out as well. Yeah, and the characters in a lot of in this way, movie are really great. They are, they are. In a lot of ways, I, I always preferred it when uh, the the storyline of Roland and Cassandra was playing out rather than the main storyline of uh, of Mary and yeah. Hilary Faye. A lot of the time, to be honest, I, I found those two generally more interesting. I think everybody does a great job in this movie. I think you know Hilary Faye is a perfectly good. You wouldn't call her a villain, would you? But the antagonist of the piece, yeah. I suppose. Mm-hmm. Because she's still... Well, she's doing what she feels is correct, and she's not necessarily harming anybody, you know? But she's just... The movie's very clear on in, in commenting on and in kind of telling you, watching it, that... Hillary Faye is kind of the the wrong way to go about things if you yes. really want to, you know, be a good person and just just be a bit more chilled out with it and know you can make mistakes. Know people are human beings and are flawed and not, you know, people aren't ideal and, and perfect and, you know, you don't have to live up to this. Exactly. And I think perfect godly image yeah that's why i liked the line that mary says no one is ever going to fit in a hundred percent of the time like all the time no. um so i like that she kind of calls that out um but yeah i, I liked that cassandra who is an outcast of her own obviously notices that mary kind of slowly becomes an outcast um yeah hillary it kind of starts with hillary faye she does find out she's pregnant and she goes to this prayer circle that Hillary Faye's putting on for Dean, which obviously another kind of, well, here I am. I'm trying to, you know, 
save Dean in my own way with this prayer circle. Come not over that he and, needs saving and watch me. There's nothing yeah. wrong with Dean. Exactly. So the fact that she's kind of putting on this display of of inviting everybody over to her house for this prayer circle that she's going to be leading, and you know, yeah, it's another kind of charity for you know. Um, it's it, she, she just seems a little bit like given. Say something bad happened to Hillary Fay. You could see her becoming more extremist. Well, I mean, we do see her kind of hit that point at the end of the do. movie. We do. But I just think if, if say something like really significantly, you know, bad happened to her, you know, or, or somebody in the real world like her that would just become kind of more and more dangerous. Like if Dean was her boyfriend, like, and that happened to her, if she was in Mary's situation. Yeah. I, yeah, she, she, you just feel like she would become one of the unbearable type of dangerous religious people, you know, like the, what are they called? the people who hold up the signs that are incredibly offensive to everybody and say everybody's going to hell who aren't those six people the church the extreme church janine in in the u.s Uh, in the middle of the u.s the uh, baptist church the westboro baptist church that's what i'm thinking of you know those people i can't remember where they live exactly but they're all like you know, God hates gays and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. On the, on the freeway and, and that kind of stuff. Those people. You feel yeah. like, given a few bad days, Hillary Faye could turn into that. Into one of those people. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I think that's kind of where Mary and Hillary Faye kind of break apart because yeah. Mary has just found out she's pregnant after doing something she felt like the, the Lord told her to do. Um. I like how she and has the vision of Jesus when it's just that one construction, construction guy who, who, who just looks, has long hair and a beard. Yes, who tells her that she needs to save Dean. Um, and she goes to the purse circle and, you know, Hillary is spouting these kinds of, you know, religious things at her. Like, oh, you know, just some prayer works and we can save him. And she's like, no, we can't. Like, all of this is bullshit like obviously because i believed in this and now look you know but she's not saying outright that she's pregnant but she's like in this crazy mindset that like she did all of this because she felt like god told her to do it and now look at the situation she's in so she's in a very like negative mindset about religion and she's kind of coming to the realization of things um of truths about you know what she kind of extremely believed for her whole life yeah um and so then you know Hillary Faye kind of kicks her out of the Christian jewels. They're a little like, you know, they were kind of beacons of the school and all this kind of thing. So she, that's kind of when she ostracizes herself from. I love how it is a little from that friendship with Christians. Yes. So then she's kind of on her own. She's kind of just wearing baggy clothes, trying to hide this pregnancy just to get through. And then ultimately Cassandra notices and kind of is really supportive of her. So uh, Roland and Cassandra kind of are the only people she talks to about this. And they kind of strike up a friendship, which now Hillary Faye can't stand because she has issues with Cassandra and obviously her brother being with Cassandra as well. So that kind of turns into a whole rivalry situation. 
to the point where where um Hillary Faye kind of does go to some extremes to get Mary and Cassandra in trouble. Um, well, then at that point, it does feel a little more like Mean Girls, where people are actually kind of pulling these ridiculous school-wide pranks on each, on each other. other. Going yeah. to ruin each other's lives. Like, exactly. Unfortunately, there's no, like, bus crash incident in this movie. Yeah. Um, there's just the the birth of the child at the end which is the closest you get to an ambulance in the whole movie there's no significant school bus crash this is not the end of mean girls no nobody gets it's hit just a bus. similar second act. <laughs> although a big it, jesus statue gets hit by hillary face fan um <laughs> and, and the head falls off the jesus statue, yes yes right um, on the top of hillary <laughs> Faye. actually that's funny yes um but then there's also a bit of a romance kind of situation. So, um, and we have a, a, a situation that's happening with some parents in this film as well. So Mary's mother, played by Mary Louise Parker, she is an interior decorator, also very kind of Christian. And she kind of went to this retreat and met the principal of the school, Pastor Skip, who is kind of this middle-aged man who's definitely trying to act very young and youthful and you know be the cool pastor who's down with the kids type guy this is this is when this is like when my church primary school decided to not just sing hymns in the morning assembly but then introduce christian rap <laughs> which is the most horrific thing i've ever been a part of yeah, so that's kind you of not... where <laughs> as far, Pastor Skip as far as... comes from. He could, he definitely could have been doing things like that. I think I could you picture know, that. Hundred percent, hundred percent. He would have been calling Jesus bro and nonsense like that. As far as I'm concerned, and I, I, I would assume most religious people agree with me on this. Religious singing should not be brought into some sort of for the youth cool rap thing no 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 it sounds weird yes and it is weird um so yeah i think her mary's mother and pastor skip kind of kick off this bit of a romance but he is also very to the extreme of his religion as well and so he kind of sees something sinful in starting up a relationship with her. So he's always very hesitant to kind of take things to the next level or to even kind of just spend time with her because in his mind, it's a sinful type of thing, but she's not to yeah. that extreme. So she's just very frustrated with that situation. And also Pat, uh, Pastor Skip is the father of Patrick, this really kind of cool guy played by Patrick Fugit, who, um, uh, ends up having a crush on Mary. And he is also, I think, yeah. a really great character. And that kind of causes more conflict between Mary and Hilary Faye because he's like the cool skateboarding popular guy who's the son of the pastor. Um, and Hilary Faye obviously likes him, but he likes Mary. So that kind of causes this extra <laughs> added layer and a complication for Mary because now she's pregnant, she's carrying this baby and she finds herself really liking Patrick, but she can't, she doesn't feel like she can, you know, put this burden on him or pursue him because of her situation. So 
many layers happening once she becomes pregnant and we kind of go through the story from there. There's also a scene where the the exorcist music starts playing, which I found absolutely hilarious, absolutely perfect, loved every second of it. Yes. When Hillary Faye's playing the theme, or is she even playing the theme from The Exorcist, or is she just trying to exercise demons? She's out of trying Mary? to exercise, so she's just kind of, you know, Mary's hear the Exorcist theme. Mary's Credit become filmmakers there <laughs> yes, for, for that, buying for the rights to that. Um, Mary's just kind of just to use it for this scene. Yeah, it's great. Um, Mary, she's kind of separated herself from Hillary Faye and the like those popular girls. She's been hanging out with Cassandra. So she's kind of seen as, you know, losing her way a little bit and, yeah. um, you know, introverting herself. And so Pastor Skip is kind of noticing these things and he asks Hillary Faye to gently approach her about the subject and gently try to talk to her. Hillary Faye interprets that as like cornering her on the street and throwing a Bible at her and grabbing her and trying to um you know exercise the demons out of her yeah um ultimately mary does get away and she does that's kind of where that i think that's probably the most popular scene of this movie is when mary tells her you know nothing about christ's love and then she says i am thrilled with christ's love and throws the bible at mary like basically illustrating perfectly how she just does not get it at get all it. exactly there's what is really smart about this movie is its commentary on people who people who believe and it can be whatever really it just happens to be the case of christianity in this movie but i feel like it can be put on whatever people who believe things for the wrong reasons or, or misinterpret because i think there is i know i said before things can be interpreted in different ways but there ain't nowhere in the bible that insists people develop the mentality that i'm a better christian than you yeah there is nowhere there is nothing that ever says that so why do people think it? I don't know. You don't know. The movie doesn't know. But the movie realizes that those people are, are misled. You know, it's, it's basically saying, sure, believe whatever the hell you want to believe. And ultimately, this is exactly kind of what I think as well on this subject, relig you know, religion-wise. Believe whatever the hell you want to believe. Don't try and make everybody else believe it too, because not everybody's going to. But you be you be comfortable in yourself that you believe what you believe, and you don't need nobody you else just to push validate that on anybody anything. else. You don't need to lord that over people to feel superior to them, because that kind of defeats the whole point. Um, and yeah, I like kind of this line that Patrick gives to Mary, like he's pursuing her but she keeps kind of um and it's clear that she likes him too but she yeah. you know is hesitant obviously because of her situation that he doesn't know I about know why she likes him janine <clears throat> why is that because it's 2004 and he he rides a skateboard yeah that, that's pretty that's much why she likes him <laughs> that's pretty much it but he does use this line like you know she asks him like why do you like me and he's like you know 
God gave us free will. And I saw, you know, that day at Hillary Face prayer, prayer Circle, you weren't afraid to, you know, use that. You say what you mean and you're, um, you know, I saw that you, you have this good heart. So like, um, you know, I like that that kind of whole discussion about free will comes into play. And ultimately, you know, I think the purest belief about anything kind of Christianity is that God gave us free will. Yeah. And it's kind of up to us what we do with that. And that can kind of cause these gray areas of of being a person. Um, so no one's ever going to fit in 100% of the time. No one's ever going to be perfect in these kinds of things. So I like that we see Patrick as the type of person, even though he is the pastor's son, that he gets that. And he is kind of, you know, we have these people who aren't of the Hillary Fay or Pastor Skip extreme who kind of pepper in the reality of yeah. what Christianity probably should be and mean to people, you know, not this crazy, like perfection, superiority extreme that we're seeing from people like Hillary Fay. Well, no, well, those are the teachings. Those are yeah. the teachings. If, if anybody has ever taken time to look at the teachings of Christianity, kind of all round love of everybody, it's kind of pretty big. Yeah. And that's not all round love of certain people, but other people we hate. There's none of that. I don't think Jesus ever. I don't think Jesus knows the word hate, Janine. Unless it, unless it's a form of like they hate me because I speak the truth. But then you get into a hole. But you say what's the truth? <laughs> what? We're not in for yeah. that. We're not in for that. But ultimately, you read. You, you you see anything of Jesus, you watch a movie, you watch a biblical movie. Jesus's main thing in these movies tends to be love thy neighbor, right? Yes. Which is just love people. People are good. You know, some people might need help. Help those people. You know, some people might not need your help. So you don't need to help those people. But love them. Be nice. Be good. Sweet? Yeah. Jesus out. That's basically <laughs> Jesus' whole deal. I feel like. Right? Yeah. Yes. Jesus' whole deal, as far as I understand it, was never, be like me. If you are not exactly like me, you are wrong and you are going to hell. If you are not exactly like I was, if you cannot perform miracles and change everybody into being a Christian, then... It's uh, eternity with the devil's fork in your bottom for you. <laughs> Which some people like, you know. Yeah. I said hell is true. for the people that like what goes on in hell. That's your bag. Yeah. Like <laughs> violence and fire. <laughs> torture. Some people like torture. I don't know. I don't know what yes. goes on in hell. I've not been. <laughs> So, <laughs> to continue, yes. <laughs> um, yeah, we do kind of get to this extreme where Hillary Fay is just kind of touting her superiority over people to where Cassandra just kind of hits this breaking point, and ultimately, Mary kind of makes a comment: "How can somebody so pretty be so ugly?" And Roland makes a comment. Turning to me. <laughs> yes, she wasn't always so pretty. 
and he shows these kind of pictures of Hillary Faye when she was fat and she had braces and she had to like go to fat camps and now that's how she looks how she looks now so she pisses Cassandra off enough that they decide to put these pictures all over the school of fat Hillary Faye um and ultimately this kind of sets her off to an extreme of her framing them she ends up it becomes vengeful Yes, which definitely does not hold to any a religious ideal. No. So she, she ends up spray painting the whole school with just like terrible things like, like I we hate God and all of these things and spray paints all these terrible things all over the school and plants the spray paint cans in Mary's locker and in um, Cassandra's locker. Yeah. And uh, Mary does have a sonogram in her locker. So yes. when when they are searching her locker, you know, a teacher is asked, oh, is there anything else in here? And I appreciate like the teacher, like this Christian school teacher actually like trying to cover for Mary and say, oh, no, nothing else. But then the sonogram does end up falling out and um, it is discovered that she is pregnant by everybody. Everybody yes else. yes so then her mom who's kind of just been spending this whole movie just trying to like get with pastor skip she's not feeling great because she like hasn't noticed what's been going on with their daughter this whole time and pastor skip is just kind of making her feel worse about it and trying to like convince her to send her to mercy house and um you know saying that our relationship has just been so uh, intense that you haven't been noticing what's going on with your daughter and we can't help her and like very putting all this pressure on her to like send her daughter away so that's kind of a whole thing so ultimately the mom is considering sending her to mercy house and um i'd like to point out what goes on at mercy house because dean and his new boyfriend like come to the prom at the end like if he's gone to mercy house for presumably some sort of conversion therapy and come away from mercy house in a pretty solid relationship with this other dude like what's is as mercy house just telling severe christian people what it's doing but then it's doing the opposite it's actually well, no, a really obviously, nice place where people just get with no. anybody they want. Obviously, if you're at Mercy House for being gay, you're probably going to meet other people who are oh, gay. That's a good point, Janine. <laughs> yes, who have been sent there. And you're going to befriend them at first because obviously you're going through the same thing. And then you're going to realize that maybe there's some feelings develop and you have to maybe keep that under wraps very, at Mercy House. And it's yes. A very good point. So obviously, because there is a scene where Dean is on the phone with Barry and he's kind of talking to her about how he's doing and the boyfriend does walk by and they have like this like cute little exchange of, hey, like they're really excited to see each other. So yeah. obviously you're going to probably meet other gay people there who are there for the same conversion therapy. Not that that's a thing, by the <laughs> way. It's totally nonsense. There's a good movie actually. Came out a few years ago with uh, Chloe Moretz, I think. That was about a gay conversion therapy place. Yeah, I did see. Uh, I think, but I'm a cheerleader is a movie. I think with um, oh, what's her name? I don't. Um, know. I don't know that one. 
it, it's 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 kind of a similar thing. It's but I'm a cheerleader, and her parents do send her to a conversion type place, and um, uh, with Natasha Leone, and uh, okay, <laughs> yeah. But yeah, these are just kind of the movies that just absolutely make a mockery of conversion therapy places because they're ridiculous. That's all about. Yes. Nonsense, drivel. Yeah. So ultimately, Cassandra and Roland kind of take it upon themselves to. So they all get expelled because of, you know, them believing Hillary Faye, you know lie about them spray painting the school so it's prom night now and Roland and Cassandra decide they're going to go to the prom even though they're expelled because they do actually find a credit card statement from Hillary Faye's credit card that she did buy all the spray paint um I mean she's 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 pulled the crime and she's been too stupid to cover the tracks there, do you mean? Exactly. So she did buy all the spray paint like the night before the attack or the night of She's the attack. She's got the receipt. She's <laughs> left the receipt on the show. <laughs> yes, but no one has found that yet. Um, you're, you're jumping ahead a little bit. I'm sorry. <laughs> so um, they ultimately call Mary and tell her, you're going to the prom. And she's like, no, I can't. We're expelled. She's like, I don't care. You know, we, we have proof. We belong to be at that prom. You know, we shouldn't have been expelled and Patrick shows up in a limo and he obviously like knows she's pregnant at this point and he tells her he just doesn't care he, he wants to be with her and yeah. he doesn't care so like Patrick you are like a solid solid guy so love love Patrick so I love that whole scene where they kind of um they're all dressed up and they have a dress for her and they all go to the prom so uh they're all at the prom obviously Hillary Faye is very upset about that um, and there is another girl who had kind of, you know, wanted to replace uh, Mary, and she's just kind of like a lackey of Hillary Faye, but Hillary Faye always kind of treats her like crap. So, you know, we always have yeah. these characters. It's, it's um, basically, it's, it's, uh, it's Karen from Mean Girls. Yes, Someone who's kind of too stupid to understand they're being treated horribly. It's one of those kind of characters that you that you sometimes find in high school movies. One yes. of those characters. Yes. So she kind of has just been mistreated by Hillary Faye the whole film, but she wants to be Hillary Faye, so she kind of just lets it slide. So we do have a character like that looming to to make some revelations later on. Um, yeah, Hillary Faye. Uh, she doesn't go to the <laughs> she doesn't go to the prom with anyone. She just goes with her friends, and so she kind of sees all of them there and she gets very upset and she goes up to the stage and makes a whole big announcement that they're there and they shouldn't be there and then she gets confronted by Roland with the credit card statement um, but also in the credit card statement is him buying maternity clothes using her credit card to buy maternity clothes for Mary so then they're like okay well anyone could have made these charges um, so that's not really proof so then I love that they all kind of confront her to swear to God that she didn't make those charges. So then you it's can too, kind of see extreme for, too extreme yes. for poor old Hillary, Hillary Faye. Faye. So then you can see kind of how extreme she's willing to go at this point, that she's just so beyond anything that makes sense to, you know, her belief, what like the 
the Christian beliefs that it's all about um, vengeance. Yeah, exactly that that's kind of all consuming for her at this moment that she she won't at first and then ultimately when everyone's pushing her she does and then tia that girl who has been <laughs> bullied by poor hillary faye this whole time who just wants to be hillary faye admits that she did find a receipt signed by hillary faye underneath her seat um that she did buy the spray paint so then she everybody is, goes, yay! Yes. So she is shamed. She is embarrassed. She can't handle it and freaks out and kind of pulls this. Do you know who I am? My dad paid for these decorations. I got this Christian, this popular Christian band to play at our prom. You know, I did it because do you God know who told I am. Me to do it. <laughs> is always the best phrase to use if you immediately want to make everybody watching hate a character yeah just say just make them say do you john walker them make you say do you know who i am immediately everybody who hears that is gonna go yeah so she does kind of pull this card of like, oh, my dad did this and my dad paid for that. And I got this band. I'm only doing this because God told me to do it. Um, to help you all because you're all so troubled and afflicted and I'm so yes. better than you. She ultimately freaks out and leaves as the Mercy House kids <laughs> stole the van and show up at their prom, including Dean and his yeah. boyfriend and a bunch of other kids. They're like, this is our school, this is our prom, and we want to be there. Like, we deserve to be there. And um, Pastor Skip comes and, you know, kind of tells him to go back. But then ultimately we get a nice reunion between Dean and Mary where Dean discovers that Mary is pregnant and he's actually really happy about it. And he introduces Mary to his boyfriend. So I, I kind of love sweet. it. Yeah, it's a very sweet exchange. And Dean, you know, kind of stands up to Pastor Skip and tells him, you know, this is our problem. We deserve to be here. Um, you know, I believe deep in my heart that God still loves me no matter what. So, I mean, and I think that's all that matters. Of course, it's so, all that matters. Yes, exactly. So don't tell me or send me away or, you know, and Mary does give a very, you know, powerful message as well. You know, anything that doesn't fit into this, like, imagined image of what's in the Bible just needs to get, you know, you need to get rid of it or hide it or, you know, try to fix it. Um, and does say that great line about, you know, no one fits in 100% of the time. Um, you just need to be comfortable in your own self and beliefs and your own beliefs exactly it's not something to hold over people or act superior to other people um it's not some badge that you need to to you know show off because that is prideful which is completely against anything you know nonsense that is taught or you know believed in it's Um, nonsense It's, it's, it's stupid it's utterly stupid it's you know, it can be it can get to a more serious degree when when you're talking in in religious terms, but we see it with damn movie discussion on Twitter and what have you. People think oh, people need severe kind of I like this movie. Um, do you like this movie? No, I don't like this movie. 
and then they have then they have trouble the with whole themselves. Thing. Well, you're an idiot like, for not liking this movie, and <laughs> well, yes, but it's you're an idiot for not liking this movie, or it's you're an idiot for liking this movie, or it's um, some people are like, I'm not allowed to like this movie unless everybody else likes it as well. Yeah, it's like otherwise I don't feel comfortable that I like this movie. What's that about? Yeah. What's that about? Or it can go the other way. It can be, um, I I don't like this movie uh, because everybody else doesn't like this. At this point, you're just a sheep, sheepy yeah. sheep, sheep, sheep person. <laughs> exactly. Don't like that. Have some individuality, please, people. You yes. Know? Or just do what I do, which is I think the best way of going about all this, which is uh, don't watch the movies that everybody else talks about. <laughs> and then be like, then you're never going to get into an who, argument. Who creates a show like this to make you ultimately watch those movies that everyone else is watching? <laughs> or movies <laughs> like this that not too many people are watching. <laughs> but a worthwhile movie to discuss because this is kind of really, it's a very, very intelligent movie. Yes. Very intelligent movie with a lovely, genuine message about the, the good within Christianity. You know, this isn't an absolute mockery of the religion like some religious comedies are. You know, some yeah. very, very good religious comedies are absolute mockeries. This is, a, well, it's a different form of, of comedy in the sense that it's ultimately a high school comedy, a high school rom-com but with very clever religion or messages about religion in it yeah, uh, and the different strands of religion. But yes, the, 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 the finale of this movie, Janine. Is Mary actually going into labor and having her baby? Um, yeah. There's and... a really great line, actually, which again made me laugh quite a lot, which is when she's just getting in the ambulance uh, <laughs> right outside the high school. Um, and the doctor says, uh, oh, there's only, you can only have one person in. And Patrick goes, well, I'm the boyfriend. And Dean goes, well, I'm the father. And then Dean's boyfriend goes, well, I'm his boyfriend. His boyfriend, <laughs> yes. <laughs> and then ultimately her mom does show up, which I do like. We kind of get this this kind of moment throughout the movie where she's watching like this religious game show with her mom every night and her yeah. mom's always getting all of the answers wrong. And then when Mary has come out as pregnant and she's considering, you know, sending her to mercy house and their relationships kind of strained and she kind of maybe realizes she's been selfish and kind of into her own life and not really focusing in on Mary she starts getting and all the questions tend to be things that kind of deal with a mother-daughter relationship. The questions yeah. that are coming up and she's getting them all correct. So I like that they kind of played on like this thing where she's always getting these questions wrong. And now without even thinking about it, all these questions that have to do with being a mother, she's getting right. And that kind of pops in her head. Like this is ridiculous. I, it doesn't matter what my daughter's going through. I need to be there for her. Like, I'm not going to send her away that she doesn't need to be fixed. And she kind of comes to this realization through just like something as tiny as like this little game show thing that we've kind of seen throughout. So I liked that that was kind of just a small little thing yeah. um, that kind of built to her having this, this realization. Um, and I so think then she ends up that could also it. tell us is that we just need the religion trivia showdown. 
which is a branch <laughs> of the movie trivia showdown that's just based on religious questions instead. or faith-based comedies like we'll be talking about exactly um so her mom ultimately shows up and goes in the ambulance with her but she is her has this baby in the room is pretty much filled with so much love she has roland there and cassandra and patrick and dean and dean's boyfriend and her mom um all there boyfriend seems just really supportive of everything i'm really i'm really like that guy yeah he's great don't know his name And he's, I, think I, think he's got he's, a name. I think he's wearing a tux like with ruffles, like a ruffle yes. shirt. Yes. Um, so I commend him for uh, that bold fashion choice. Um, and then we actually do see Pastor Skip with flowers in the parking lot, agonizing on whether he should come in or not. And Mary uh, Louise Parker, the mother, just kind of watching him, like he'll get there, like he'll exactly. he'll get to where he needs he, to be, you know, where he'll he'll get to that state of mind where he understands that you know he's the character that has has, has gone through his particular belief and particular mindset and particular kind of damaging mindset for the longest time in the movie so it's understandable that he's not just going to immediately flip but i like that you can see it maybe start to yeah i like that they chose that for him from his own beliefs and and change for the better because typically you know we see things like with minor characters or even like you know side characters who have kind of these kinds of conflicts have this immediate turn and you know and so i like that they didn't do that with him that he was kind of fighting these extremes the whole movie like even you know we see him having a conversation with patrick and patrick says you know um i spent all summer with mom and she told me that you were basically like not wanting to give her divorce basically kind of out of religious reasons that like obviously the marriage wasn't working they weren't in a good place she wanted to get divorced for a long time and he just like wouldn't allow it to happen um and patrick kind of henry the eighth wanted when henry the eighth wanted a divorce he created his own church <laughs> just saying wow that, that's that caused you know very serious <laughs> yeah. issues throughout history but yeah if you but want pastor the divorce skip. that bad <laughs> Yeah, so Pastor Skip, you know, <laughs> exactly, which Pastor Skip was not willing to do. So, um, yeah, he just ended up kind of forcing his wife into this loveless kind of not great marriage because yeah. of his religious beliefs. So I like that Patrick kind of called him out on that. Um, And so I think, you know, his whole kind of journey ultimately ends there and it makes sense like, or for us yeah. to see yeah. him kind of debating, like he really cares about Mary's mom. He wants to be with her, but he also has these kind of religious conflicts with what's going on. Oh, her daughter is an unwed teenage mother. Uh, her, her, the father of this baby is gay. Oh my gosh, all of these things. My son wants to be with this girl and this whole thing, which ultimately it does cause a, another weird situation that if they get together, then Patrick and Mary will be step siblings. But, um, <laughs> oh yeah. Um, so, yes. So I do know, like, we could, we could throw out the not technically illegal card. Ooh. No, because they are not related. So, you know, people are always weird about that, but they are not related. So, yeah, no. Um, Incest isn't their fault. (laughs) 
Yes. It's um, the parents' fault. That's a whole nother issue. Um, if their children end up with webbed feet. It's not their fault. I don't think that is genetically possible. No, that's not but... going to happen. <laughs> but I that's do with really... actual blood relatives. Yes. With... Which with... they're not. Yes, they are not. Um, so. <laughs> Okay, yeah. I, I quit. I, I'm done. I'm done. <laughs> I'm sorry. Are you done? <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so, um, I do really appreciate that they did kind of have this character just in this agonizing state trying to figure out what he's going to do. Is he going to go in or is he going to, you know, so, and I like her just kind of watching him through the window, just kind of knowing that he'll he'll eventually get there and that he still has a ways to go. Because, yeah, the turns are usually really quick with these characters. And he's kind of a side character that we're not going to have the whole movie to see have that arc like Mary. Mary, who was so strict yeah. in her beliefs, ultimately um, go to the extreme of realizing the gray areas in religion and in people. And uh, Hilary Fay, who you know, goes to such a traumatic extreme that we have been building to this whole movie only to kind of, you know, crash her car and that and having this conversation with her brother that gets her to the realization that, you know, she's not really understanding the true beliefs. Uh, so Pastor Skip, you know, we weren't really with him enough for him to have this quick turnaround uh, in it, like his strong beliefs. So I like that we do see him kind of figuring it out still. So I thought that was yeah. a kind of a really smart choice that we don't see a lot of. So it's yeah, it's a very good movie. Mm -hmm. Mary has her baby. Everyone seems really happy and accepting and understanding of, you know, we see this whole gamut of flawed, interesting, good characters and people who um who are all know, happy. Who are all happy and just inherently believing the core aspect of loving and, you know, happiness. happy. The, yeah. the, the unhappiest people in this movie are the people that perceive themselves to be pure and perfect. They are the unhappiest people in this movie. Yes. And the happiest people are the most human. Yeah. The most flawed. The most real. If that's not a pretty damn clear message, I don't know what is, Janine. Exactly. Applause for saved. Applause for saved. Good way to start the series, Janine. Oh, well, thank you. <laughs> well done. What is it we've got coming next week? So we will be doing Keeping the Faith, a movie directed by Edward Norton, where oh. a uh, priest and a rabbi both kind of fall in love with Going their childhood. No. <laughs> yes, which that is a kind of a joke of the movie. A priest and uh, two be three best friends. Um, a young Jewish boy a uh, young Catholic boy and a girl and they all become best friends. The girl ends up moving away. They grow up. One becomes a priest. One becomes a rabbi. They're still best friends. And then the childhood girl comes back and they both kind of end up falling in love with her. <laughs> so oh. yeah, it's a very uh, fun, creative romantic comedy that does delve pretty strongly in religion so okay and directed okay. by edward norton keeping the faith so so we're not just dealing with christianity or catholicism particularly no. next week but also judaism yes which is uh something i am 
less familiar with, admittedly. Yes. So it's a a, a really fun movie. It's funny. um, And some really great kind of religious questions arise when it comes to romantic situations. Okay. Well, there we go. That was good. I enjoyed that this week, Janine. Enjoyed that this week. I'm gonna I'm gonna enjoy this series actually. I was maybe a little concerned that we um that I would naturally kind of delve too deep <laughs> into uh, some unnecessary holes, but I, I don't think we're going to do that now. No, I mean nice and light. Yes, I think you know religion is one of those topics that you know you're not really supposed to talk about in polite company, but I think with talking about these movies who deal with religion in such a satirical and interesting way and comedy is kind of a big aspect of how they're telling these stories i think we can definitely have some really fun and interesting conversations that don't get too political (laughs) yes of course we can and that's the same with with some political movies that we might have talked with we have talked yeah some pretty (laughs) political movies in the past but you know we like keeping it fun on Morgan yeah. hasn't seen, don't we, Ginny? We do very much so. Lovely. We will be continuing the fun next week with keeping the faith. There you go. Janine, Morgan hasn't seen is not the only show you can find on the It's a Wonderful podcast feed, is it? No, of course we have Morgan hasn't seen that we this to is now. Yes. And <laughs> Uh, machine mondays every monday with me janine the machine talking all things showdown and on friday we do have it's a wonderful podcast where we give love to those classic films yes every monday wednesday friday we have you covered here on the it's a wonderful podcast feed you can find us on anchor on apple podcast spotify stitcher google podcast Castbox, everywhere else podcasts are found on twitter at It's a Wonderful One. You can join us on the It's a Wonderful Podcast Patreon if you are feeling particularly generous and would like to support us over there. Go and find the tier that's right for you. And subscribe to the It's a Wonderful Podcast YouTube channel for the watch-alongs and the fun videos and the discussions and the streams and all the stuff we have going on on YouTube as well. Do your notifications, leave your likes, all the fun stuff people do on YouTube. You can also find me on Twitter at the Purple Dom with a three instead of the E in the because Janine. Three is the magic number. On Instagram at just the Purple Don. All your glorious, wonderful stuff is at where. You can find me at Janine Debean underscore on Twitter, Janine Debean on Instagram. And if you want to get any merch for any of our shows or check out any of my artwork, you can find all of that at my T Public shop at G9 Design. Well, there we go we will keep the faith until we talk about keeping the faith next week it's going to get very confusing i might make several more keeping the faith jokes and i I do just have to say we didn't specifically shout her out but cassandra is played by uh eva amaru martino who is the daughter of susan sarandon so oh okay yes Yes. applause applause she was great great. well done well done (laughs) There we go. I think there's probably only one thing left to do. I mean, I'd ask you to do it in some sort of weird televangelist voice, but <laughs> you can try. Yeah. 
um, no. Unless you want to. <laughs> it's all down to you, and I'm not going to push my beliefs on you, Ginny. I appreciate that, friend. Thank I appreciate you. that. So I'm just going to keep it simple this time. <laughs> Three, two, one. Bye. Bye. Bye.